Hello? Hello? Ugh, spam callers. Uh, Mr. Wonder? Jeff, my friend! How's the Western View Center looking? Oh, it's going great. Could use a little more shade during the sunny days. Well, I'll look into that. Anyways, were you about to ask me something? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Be prepared for what I'm about to ask you, though. Why? Is the question offensive or something? No, but it may shock you. Okay, ask away. Have you seen any extraterrestrial figures around the W Warehouse Center? What? No, have you seen any? Well, it's a long story. Well, make it short. I have reviews to do, but take your time, of course. It all started two weeks ago. When I was out cleaning the tables and taking calls, I heard footsteps from a nearby window, and when I walked over the window, I saw nothing but a strange glow from outside. Weird, huh? I mean, yeah, I suppose it's weird, but you should know that it's probably just the sun outside, so not too much to worry about extraterrestrial figures. Plus, if it happened two weeks ago, why didn't you tell me then? Well, in between then and now, I... Jeff, I wish you luck and everything, but this is boring me. Perhaps you should continue your extraterrestrial theory somewhere else. <sighs> Fine, but don't say I didn't warn you when aliens take over one day. That's gotta be the weirdest way I've seen anybody try to get life insurance money. Hello there, I'm the Western Wonder, and you're listening to another episode of the Western Reviews Podcast. Today will be a double review kind of day, the other review being available separately on most platforms. Please take a listen to that after you listen to this one. Now for this review, I'll be taking a look at the late 90s movie Muppets and Muppets by... Muppets from Space. The film marked the sixth theatrical outing from the Muppets trilogy, and the third without creative input from its creator, the late Jim Henson, and will be the last to come out for a decade until Disney began taking over multiple properties and a new movie came out in 2011. It appears quite a lot of fans are mixed about this movie, and I can definitely see why after viewing it again recently. Let's get into the behind the scenes facts. The movie was directed by Tim Hill, who directed films including Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and Hop. Oh, and that upcoming Spongebob movie with the confusing release date. I think with a resume like that, that should make this a very good Muppet movie. Said maybe one person. The screenplay was done by three different writers, two of whom being the late Jerry Jewell, who worked on The Muppet Show back in the 70s, and Joey Mazzarino, who wrote and voiced characters on Sesame Street. Released in the summer of 1999, the movie didn't sell well at the box office, only making $22 million below its $24 million budget, and received mixed reviews from critics. With this information in mind, let's move forward and take a look at the plot. The movie revolves around Gonzo, who's always been identified as a whatever due to his exact species being unknown. Now Gonzo has been proud of being a whatever, but suddenly after feelings of abandonment and rejection kick in, he's tired of being labeled a whatever. One morning while eating breakfast, Gonzo gets a surprise. Watch the sky? Hey! Hey! Rizzo! Rizzo, come here. I think my Captain Alphabet is sending me a message. Oh, no, really. Look, look, look. I'm not kidding. I, I... Congratulations. You played yourself. Well, it was there just a second ago. I swear, Rizzo, it said, watch the sky. Are you sure it didn't say you need help? But, but... Look, uh, maybe you and your cereal would like to be alone. Cool. Are you cool? What? 
after Gonzo gets the feeling that his kind is trying to get back in touch with him, he goes about to look for more clues. Unfortunately for Gonzo and fellow Muppet friend Rizzo the Rat, they're lured and captured by local government officials. So it's up to Kermit and friends to save them from the hands of Jeffy Tambor and company. Will they ever be saved? Well, you gotta watch the movie and find out for yourself. Now on to my thoughts and my rating. Now, even though I'm not going to give off most of the movie, there still will be some scene spoilers coming up ahead, so you've been warned. First, for my rating. Muppets from Space is just a meh movie for me. I pretty much hold the same sentiment for the movie that I had when I viewed it for the first time many years ago. The idea of Gonzo finding his origins sounded interesting from the start, but in my opinion, the story never really went far beyond the usual Muppets slapstick comedy, which takes up most of the bulk of the film. However, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the opening sequence where all the Muppets, living under one roof together, jam to some Commodores while doing their usual morning routines. The whole scene itself is fascinating and hilarious with moments including Fozzie Bear showering with a raincoat, Animal turning the velocity of a blow dryer to maximum volume, and Rizzo working out to a parody poster of the group Mice Girls in the background. Another part of the movie that did get a chuckle out of me was the scene where Miss Piggy gets an altercation with a reporter played by Annie McDowell. The scene pretty much happens nearby the end of the movie. You gotta take a listen. Oh, uh, Shelly, uh, You backstabbing, uh, underhanded little coffee pig. What? This is my show, my story, my microphone. Please ignore the little sow. Uh, disregard this woman, I don't know anything. And other than that, that's just about it. Now in this movie there's plenty of celebrity appearances, just like mostly every other Muppet movie. So look out for cameos from Ray Liotta, Kathy Griffin, Hollywood Hogan, or Hulk Hogan if you know him for fighting people, and David Arquette. Also, two cast members from the hit 90s teen show Dawson's Creek make cameos. And I'm sure it's not because both productions have connections with Sony, right? Right? Before I wrap up here, I want to quickly mention the first and last facts that come into this movie. For example, this is the first movie to heavily rely on the Muppet plot without multiple musical numbers and performances. Excluding two scenes where Muppets dance, there's hardly any singing going on, which can be quite strange since most Muppet productions usually rely on musical performances. This is the last Muppet film to feature voice performances from Muppeteers Frank Oz and the late Jerry Nelson. Frank Oz performed characters such as Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, Sam the Eagle, and Animal. And Jerry Nelson performed characters such as Electric Mayhem bassist Floyd, Gonzo's girlfriend Camilla, who's a chicken, and Kermit's nephew Robin, not to mention other characters from the iconic show Sesame Street. Overall, if you're interested in seeing this movie, I'd only recommend it if you're interested in seeing a musical-free Muppet flick. You may like it even more than others, or you may not like it at all, but I will say that it's a bit of a step backwards in Muppet lore. Just a little bit. But once again, that's my opinion. I'm the Western Wonder, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. More reviews are coming soon from iconic shows to not-so-iconic films. I also want to shout out myself and my own review again. The other double review dropped for today is the 80s sitcom ALF. Take a listen to that if you're interested as well. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share, give feedback, and even download for safekeeping. I heard safekeeping is pretty good nowadays. And stay tuned for a potential followers contest where a lucky follower could win a free... Oh, I can't give away too much right now. <laughs> so stay tuned for that as well. But see you folks next time. Stay safe and peace down in Greece.